Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insights, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. And welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew. And this episode is brought to you by Panels, Comics, and Coffee here in Oceanside, California. And if you're a comic book fan like me, they also offer some of the newest comics and graphic novels that's out today. They also have a great selection of coffee and treats. And it's also uh, a go-to spot for me, even when I'm recording this podcast or meeting with potential clients or just grabbing a tasty coffee. Um, if you happen to get me a free one one day, I love the, the vanilla, lavender, um, CBD, iced coffee that they have out right, right now. So they have they got some new CBD uh, coffee. So if you're in the area and you want to get a free one for me, that's the one to get for me. Uh, you can check them out at Panels Coffee or look them, uh, look them up online at panelscoffee.com. This, also, this episode is also brought to you by Kemp Coffee Company. This is also a new coffee shop in Oceanside, California. They've, been, uh, they've got a great staff, uh, some great coffee, great atmosphere. So like I said, I'm always a big advocate of small businesses and local coffee shops in the area. Don't get the mermaid coffee. Get the local, get the local stuff. So if you're near the beach, swing by, try them out today. You can check them out on Instagram at campcoffee.co or campcoffeecompany.com. Today we have a special episode. My son Ish, who's a pro basketball player who played with the uh, Sunbury Jets in Australia, recently won a championship and an MVP for the team. And so very fortunate, very glad to have him in. And we also have his new Fifi, or for anyone that doesn't understand, understand what that is, his fiance, Shante Marcus, a social media specialist who has over 22,000 followers on Instagram. And I will be asking how that even happened. Um, so yeah, we actually got back from a family vacation in beautiful Maui, um, where the both recently got engaged on Haleakala in Maui. So they had a great family vacation, went snorkeling, uh, I mean, visited different venues around the area. It was great. Hopefully this will be the first of many family vacations. And now we're, we're getting back to the swing of things, you know, getting back to a consistent schedule, you know, workout routine, uh, you know, just getting back with, uh, you know, checking emails and things like that. I know I'll, uh, I'll have to, I've got a lot of them flagged that I'll be uh, responding back to uh, come tomorrow. But this episode, like I said, we're just gonna, we're gonna chat and, and really, I said, for the most part, Many of my guests have been, um, I wouldn't necessarily say older, but uh, this is, I think this has been the first uh, episode where I've got a, uh, almost a, a younger um, demographic here with me. So, uh, and really sort of getting their, their insight on, on things and maybe it's some things, uh, you know, I'm always learning, but maybe it, for, the, for the Creative Brew audience, it might be something that they may say that may um, maybe change your perspective on, on a few things. We'll chat a little bit, um, and obviously we'll we'll talk about the things that they do and 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 you know how they make things work. They have a very dynamic uh, relationship, and we'll we'll sort of dive deep into that a little bit later. So, um, Ish, you can start off first. Tell just a little bit about yourself, and and uh, then we'll introduce Shante. Uh, I'll start it off. Uh, I'm Ish, obviously. Um, stepson to, as you may all know, Quantel Langford. Uh, who actually does this Creative Brew podcast? Uh, not not really much to it. From Cleveland, Tennessee, 
I do still play pro basketball in Australia in the off season now, and we did just come back from a beautiful um, paradise-like vacation um, where I did um, woman marry the woman of my dreams or got engaged to the woman of my dreams, soon to be married. <laughs> I was like, we didn't get married um, yet. <laughs> Well, my name is Shante Marcus. Um, originally from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Ish um, and I met in college at Carson Newman University in Tennessee. It's where our love story began. Um, now we reside in Tampa, Florida. And as Quantel said, I am a social media influencer and also my daytime job is a digital marketing coordinator. Both y'all played basketball in, in high school. Did you play any more sports? Softball. Play softball? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you seem like a softball player. <laughs> That's uh, what you're telling me. No, I just. <laughs> uh, but with, with high school and, 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 and college, just sports in general, that having that, you know, having that sort of regimented, uh, regimented uh, routine, that schedule, that discipline, do you think that's helped you out now in your uh, respective professions as a basketball player, as a social media uh, influencer? Uh, do you feel like sports have sort of define who you are as, uh, as people? And that, like I said, you, anyone can answer that first. Uh, I'll answer it first. Uh, to me, um, I am sports, honestly. I don't know anything other than what I've learned as a basketball player in sports um, from my teammates, whether that's coaches, and uh, from my parents. Other than that, there's not too many more influencers that really hinder or determine what what I'm doing or what I've learned and as being a basketball player comes with friendships uh, which you learn throughout life and it comes with heartaches which you learn throughout life uh, many ups which you'll get every day in life and many downs which you'll get every day in life and basketball and you probably have more downs than ups in in both of those aspects but in sports you you sort of learn how to um, take those and go uh, sort of take it on the chin as you go and you you learn to learn from those yeah as we, as we have skateboarders riding by <laughs> Um, that and that is part of uh, part of the creative brew. If I'm if I'm recording at uh, a various uh, various venues, uh, you will hear background background uh, background noise in there. You may hear, especially here in the West Coast, Oceanside. You may hear a lot of skateboards. Um, you'll hear trucks and everything else. So yeah, it's part of the part of the uh, the background. Um, environment, I guess what, what makes it unique. But uh, yeah, you can go ahead and and go on there. <laughs> Don't worry about the skateboard. Uh, yeah. But yeah, sports has uh, basically taught me everything, man, to, to discipline and how, how I'm to handling uh, life situations, even if it's not uh, basketball related or sports related. Um, I feel like I've been through it and I've, I, I know life is going to always hand you new things and so will basketball and you have to learn and grow through those things but um, having that sort of support system around you whether that's your coaches, your players and in the life of your family uh, you, you learn how to how to navigate uh, certain certain spots and certain times in life and in sports so. and what, what about you Shante? 
Uh, well, to piggyback off of what Ish was saying, um, so I played basketball all through high school, college, mm -hmm. all of that. Um, so just growing up in a sports atmosphere, you learn obviously, you know, respect, discipline, encouragement, being a team player and, and how that, you know, I, I'm more so able to speak on how that translates into, you know, the workforce mm -hmm. after college, after that's all over. Um, and what I actually pride Ish on or, you know, respect about him is that he's super coachable. So, and that's what, you know, I kind of strive to be for just in my work life. Yeah. And, you know, learn constantly learn from people, learn from your coworkers. Um, and your peers, you know, outside of your job and just try to be better all around. Yeah. Um, working, playing, whatever, you know, whatever your job is. Um, but yeah, but in the influencer realm, I mean, really, wait, what was the question? Um, no, just how sports have played um, a role in, in, in really in your life, uh, in your respective yeah. profession. So how do you feel like, even with sports or the dynamics of it, do you feel like, um, has forced you to be more uh, resourceful or adaptable or flexible um, as far as in your, you know, in your profession or, or just even what you do for your personal brand? Well, yeah, for as far as like influencing goes, um, I mean, the biggest thing that comes to mind for that is like competition. And so from sport to that, it's still, it's still competitive, but it's how you see it. Yeah. You know, these people can either, like, you can just compare yourself consistently to other people and probably fall short every time. Yeah. Um, or you can kind of, like, collaborate with these other people and learn from them and, you know, try to be better. So, I mean, that's kind of the one thing that I'm, like, really kind of pulling off of sports to influencing is just the competitive nature of it and yeah. having a positive mindset about it because it's, it's a very... Uh, it, it, you can really, really just end up thinking really bad stuff like about yourself or just getting down on yourself because you're always comparing. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Um, and uh, yeah, even in your in your realm, it's it's very it's very easy to uh, play the compare game, uh, real easy. Do you have a specific routine? just through the course of your, your days? I mean, if, if, is there things you're doing strategically, mentally, emotionally, that sort of get you sort of primed and ready for uh, for what you need to do? Um, honestly, for me, uh, you, you know, heck, I, I find myself, you know, you know, doing social media marketing and then dealing with clients and doing the creative work and everything else. I'm interested as far as how you do things, Shantae, and you'll you can answer this in a minute. What Ish? What are you doing? Um, you know, just physically, mentally, emotionally, to sort of get you sort of prime to to do the things you need to do. Like I said, it can be with uh, rehab. It can be with uh, workouts and things like that. You know, it can get lonely. Um, so, what things are you? And both y'all be able to answer this. Um, what things are you doing to sort of separate yourself? Uh, out for others. Uh, you're not necessarily, you know, trying to compete against what other people are doing, but what is it, what things are you doing that, that makes you unique from, from everyone else? And anyone can answer that first. Um, well, my number one thing is to not be complacent. Um, I think complacency is probably the, the worst thing on earth um, if, you're, if you're trying to reach a goal. Yeah. 
I never want to find myself complacent, um, even comparing to last year or last time that I was in Australia. We made the playoffs, but what happened after that? Yeah. Um, I know that I can put all the work I need to put in. I know that, but there are other aspects that I probably skipped out on or miss it or didn't do one more rep or didn't do two more reps that cost me a shot or two or mm-hmm. uh, defensive stop or two. Um, but I don't, I don't want to be one of the ones that do the same thing every day yeah. and expect something different. Yeah. I don't. So um, starting last year, uh, before I had actually went to Australia, I started new routines. Uh, waking up wise wasn't anything new. Probably usually wake up about five o'clock, but workout wise, um, it was a it was a big change in in what I did and the drills that I did and my mental space while doing those. It used to be, okay, I'm just gonna make 500. Okay, made. Okay, now I'm going. Now it's even if I make 250, what kind are those? What type of shots are those? Um, how am I looking at myself being defended in those moments? Yeah. Uh, with mo- 90% of the time, it's contested. It's a hard one. Um, with, and I'm really going to shoot with catch and shoot. Catch and shoot shot, stand still, which is what I used to do. Yeah. Uh, now that I switched it up, more reps, higher reps, tougher shots, more accuracy in those shots, uh, whether it's it, I want to switch these, Instead of, ma- instead of making them, I want to switch 10 in a row instead of making 10 in a row. Um, just little things that um, I like to tweak and that I want to tweak. And throughout my day, it is a, it is a mental thing, but I don't, it's, it's mental on myself. I, I don't worry about, like Sante said, worry about what somebody else is doing. Yeah. Uh, I rely on the work that I've put in. And once I get back with my team, I rely on the work that we've put in. Uh, I know I'm getting up at five every morning, doing what I need to do. Yeah. I, I try to I try to do that to be uncomfortable. I try to do my work when it's uncomfortable instead of oh okay I'm rolling out of bed ten o'clock okay, which is what seventy percent of people do get up nine thirty ten if they don't work, if they do they go to work at nine nine to five. Yeah. But say you have a nine to five, when you get back from home, you never feel like doing anything. Yeah. You want to get up early. When yeah, you do have that that percentage of people that I I, I think they get sort of content with that, um, with that sort of nine to five uh, schedule and and yeah, if, if it works for them, that that's great. Um, I'm I'm really not, and even anyone listening right now, I'm not looking to try to um, tell you to. Um, change or, or to be different, but if you've been listening to the, a, lot of the, uh, a lot of the episodes, um, you're, there's, a, there's, a certain, there's usually a certain uh, specific vein of uh, concepts that we talk about in the, in the podcast, and, and like I said, one of those is you know, your, your mindset, a lot of those are you know, sort of learning how to be uncomfortable and uh, sort of creating a larger, a larger vision for your life, and that's something that we, we'll keep talking about we'll keep elaborating on I think people uh, get so used to the nine to five that I think when they get home I, I honestly think that right for a large amount of people um, it's 
right now they don't have anything that's um, that's pulling at them. Um, and, and what I mean by that is there there's certain things that um, that inspire people to do uh, beautiful things, inspire people to, to create, to express certain gifts. Um, and I believe that that everybody on this planet has a unique uh, gift and, and blueprint on this planet. Um, and we've gotten sort of conditioned to to do a certain a certain thing for X amount of years and then feel like that's it and that's that's never it. Even with the nine to five thing, I think a lot of people just don't they they devalue it. It's one of those where they would rather some a lot of people would rather sit down and, and decompress, you know, watching T V uh, after they've uh, you know, got home from a from a job and, and things like that. Now if it's something that, that's meaningful work to them, then yeah, that that's fine. But I think for a large amount of people and even people that message me is a lot of them don't want to be at their job. A lot of people want to figure out how do they use their creative talents or their gifts? How can they make that a sustainable um, living for, for them, for their family, and um, for, you know, and can express their gifts to um, their unique audience? And I think, I think in, what you mean, in what you're saying about that, I think some people just don't value their time uh, correctly. So, um, even with me, I mean, a lot of times I'll, you know, you'll catch me sort of reading a book or writing something or, you know, doing certain things. It's not, it's not necessarily I'm, I'm not doing that just to make busy time. Um, there's little things that I'm trying to do um, that I would like to see, you know, eventually see uh, come to light. But uh, I want that to be a gift for, you know, something that I want to share um, to, to society and um, you know and I, I think for right now I think some people are they've got those gifts they've got those talents they just right now they're not committed enough to say okay what if I you know sort of switched and made a direction you got a lot of people that sort of hate their job but they still do it um, they just like I said it's just one of those that's insanity is you know doing that thing that you hate for 10 or 20 years and you think something's going to change and it won't um, so I, I think for just even the things that you're doing, um, those small little tweaks, uh, those things build up, build up over time. And I, I think with a lot of people, they just have to figure out, you know, what that, what that purpose is, what, you know, what's going to sort of fuel them. And you can keep your day job too, you know, keep it. But I think a lot of people, we use TV and, and certain things to sort of build a wall up against the things that we need to be doing. That's the, the biggest regret of a lot of people that's on their deathbed is feeling like they they regret doing the things that they were scared of and when they had all the time in the world to do it and you know it could be people it could be situations that sort of allowed them to you know keep doing the same thing because it was safe not to say it's good or bad it was safe you know and that's like a comfortable couch it feels good do you you know, you, you keep eating chips and things like that. Um, you know, that couch feels great. But, you know, if you're looking to try to get that beach body or you're trying to get in the best shape of your life, that couch ain't going to help. Um, so it's just one of those where I think for a lot of people, you just, um, they just have to figure out those things, what, what's going to sort of push them. We talked about just doing those, those, little, those little things, and I, a lot of people don't do it. Yeah, I mean, what about, what about you? I mean, is there a certain routine that, that, that you do? Well, I wouldn't say it's like a specific routine, yeah. but I, you know, I'm a, like a to-do lister. So I 
before I go to bed, I have a list of everything that I need to get done tomorrow, whether okay. it's work-related work or, you know, for, you know, content or anything that I need to get um, for social media. So it's not, you know, I have a routine, but it's not set, you know, it's not, I'm not set in my ways. It, it can vary, it can change. Um, but like I said, I have a to-do list. I like to time block because I like to really focus on, you know, certain things for a certain amount of time and then yeah. switch gears. So I'm really kind of touching everything during yeah. the day that I need to touch. Um, but I mean, being consistent in, with stuff. Um, so I like I am a, a nine to fiver. Yeah. And I also have, you know, my side hustle as, as social media. Yeah. So I'm do I'm basically working two jobs. Yeah. And, you know, that alone is very, you know, a lot of stuff runs through your mind as far as, you know, do I have the motivation to do it? Do yeah. I have the motivation to take photos today or to even do my makeup today or anything? So, um, it's really, I mean, it's really hard to transition from a nine to five and then go do, you know, another thing. But yeah. the thing that helps that is that I'm passionate about social media. Yeah. Um, so that's what drives me to keep doing what I love to do consistently. Yeah. Um, and speaking of consistency, I want to give a quick shout out and uh, this guy, a good friend of mine, Dr. Coit Cooper, actually sent me this book. And like I said, I'll be doing some more content around this book. I've been reading it. Great book called Flip the Script and it trains your brain to break through your biggest barriers and release your highest potential. Uh, for the first 70 pages, this has been great. Um, it's been great material. A lot of things I'm having to go back and reread. Um, and I would suggest that for anyone that gets this book, you can check it out. Go to uh, his website at quitecooper.com, and uh, you can find Flip the Script on there, uh, as well as, as some of his other books that he's, is, that he's written. We'll go into um, social media, and you, there's a lot of people that, that's had a, a, either a positive or negative comment on it. Um, it really depends on how you use it um, as a tool. Uh, for your for your brand, but um, has and both of you could you know answer this. Has social media made an impact on how you connect with others or new opportunities, or vice versa? Has social media been a a black hole on your heart? <laughs> and you can you can ask that. Yeah, like I said, you can answer that. I, I think I said especially with with the generation you're in. Uh, I think you probably have a better insight than um, than me or or others. Um, well, it definitely can go both ways. Um, so, like as an influencer, you're opening yourself up to negativity, yeah. um, negative comments, messages, all of that. So, um, that's its own, you know, that's its own animal, and yeah. you know, it really depends on you know how you want to react to it or if you want to react to it. Yeah. Um, but as far as kind of just. The positivity and just using the opportunities that come from it. Um, I've I have a world of opportunities with you know the platform that I have or mm -hmm. that I've built, um, and it, you know it can only get better. And I know people that have as little as like five or seven hundred followers. That you know if you kind of position yourself the right way on your Instagram or you know your Facebook or any kind of social media, and you kind of just reach out to people, brands. Um, and you, do, you kind of do it in, in the right way mm -hmm. or the right manner, you know, you can get paid. Yeah. You can, you know, form relationships with companies and people. Um, and then as, you know, as you build, you want to you wanna network. That yeah. was one of the big things that 
really helped me kind of jump out of my little like bubble of like not knowing much about you know influencer marketing and um, kind of how to go about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you what you really want to focus on if you live in a big city or near a big city like I'm in Tampa and there's a ton of influencer events that go on networking yeah. events um, really anyone because most people nowadays businesses um, kind you know if you're a realtor or anything like that like you have Instagram and you're using that platform to do your job. Um, so networking is really, really big and you use, I mean, social media creates the opportunity for it. Yeah. And I love it. I love meeting new people in the, in the same space. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Oh, well, what, what about you, Rich? Uh, you feel like it's hindered you or helped you? Neither. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't really care about it that much for it to do either to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't depend on it for it to hinder me. I don't. I'm, I'm, I post things. I um, post pictures. I rarely post statuses. I see what um, some people are doing. A couple people, but no, I don't. I don't get sucked into that game because it's. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, t- I actually tell Shante this all the time, and to help her out, um, anything she tries to wear or any style she tries to do, mm-hmm. I always say, who'd you get it from? Who is it? It's somebody. It's not just something that she just went in the mirror and was like, oh, I'm going to try this out. Yeah. You, I feel like you to be an influencer, you need to be one of those. You're influ- influencers Let's are influenced by other people. Let, yeah. Let's try this out, right? Yeah. Just as let, let's take in Kim Kardashian, for example. Yeah. Has probably the most followers on Instagram, right? Yeah. No, can anybody name who she's influenced by other than if you ask her that question? Yeah. You can't. Not by her pictures. People look at her pictures, man, I want to look like her. Oh, where'd she get those shoes? Oh, where did she get those? I got everybody. Everybody on Instagram mm-hmm. looks exactly like Kim Kardashian. Everybody. So, you, so do you everybody. feel? So do you feel like social media is, has hindered creators from, or or anyone from um, sort of expressing their ideas? I, I think the biggest thing, the, the thing I've, I've always heard is that um, you know, great artists, great artists imitate. Um, uh, and not to say, like I said, that's just a, I think that's just paying respect and homage to the, to the masters before them. And I know I've always been influenced by, by various people that I, I've been influenced by artistically and, and design wise. Uh, but at the same time too, I'm sort of evolving, um, myself as a, as a creative always. And, uh, that's, that's, I feel like that's, that's different though. So say, say you see a drawing, right? Yeah. A sketch that you see from someone that you like been influenced by, yeah. no matter who it is, you're not gonna take that. Maybe the style, yeah, the style in which he did it. Maybe he tried it with some other pencil, or whatever that you've never used. Mm-hmm. You'll probably try it, but you're not gonna take that picture, draw that same exact picture, shade it and everything, then put it out like it's yours. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, that's and, like and that, that's that's exactly. You you can be influenced. But most of the people I see on Instagram, oh, you feel like it's just straight. It's that's her. It's yeah, Kim. 
Look at it. Kim. Wow. Same exact thing. Yeah. Anything with the face, anything with the style, it's helped Kim tremendously. And it's helped a bunch of other influence. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's something bad because, like, social media is, is really good for a lot of people. Yeah. Really good. But it, it's not, so, I, like, I don't find that energy to focus on. I feel like it's just focusing on what other people are doing. I don't have yeah. the followers that Shantae has. Yeah. I got, like, a thousand. So, but like, I, but I, I, think so like I, don't, I don't find it in myself to be like, man, what is... Everybody else doing like I don't I don't I really do not care. But the yeah. thing, the difference is like I love your insights because it's like with me like you mm -hmm. can look at one photo you think man this is just like Kim Kardashian and then I'll look at it and I will see something completely different because to me because I know exactly what you're talking about you kind of go through you see the same things over and over again yeah that's typically a trend that's that's happening and. The people at the top, which is like a Kim Kardashian, start that trend, and it catches. And, and so what happens is with me, I'm inspired by different photos. You see me going on Instagram looking for inspiration on, hey, I like her hair. I'm going to do something similar. Or, hey, I like her shoes. I'm going to style outfit with those shoes. It's not the same outfit she's wearing. but So you, you get inspired by this, and then you add your own creative twist to make it your own. And that's that's just typically what you put out. Not you don't want to copy someone. That's no one likes that. You want to be authentic. You want to be original. And that's why people would want to follow you. It's because there's something original and authentic about you that they don't get from someone else. Yeah. Typically. So do you feel like anyone could make their own trend, or do you feel like they have to be a certain, have a certain follower count to feel like they're trendy? Any anyone can. I I think I honestly think. Whoever it is, whether it's Kim or anybody else, who else got Taylor Swift, all of them that got the high followers, what they see is probably from someone else with lower followers. Yeah. I can do that. Nobody will know. She can say, oh, I did that for, who cares? Yeah. Look who I am. Now it goes down. Now everybody's doing that to you. So if you, it's, it's, it's hard, it's hard. To it's hard. It's, it's, it's very hard yeah. to say who starts something unless somebody's like, hey, shout out to so-and-so for putting me on this. This is what it's from. Yeah. So essentially anyone can start a trend, but the people with the bigger audience are going to get, you know, hey, I saw this on Taylor Swift's site or, you know, I saw this on a celebrity site. They created the trend to them. Yeah. So in both, if you, have the, if you have the audience and the reach, that trend's gonna go viral no matter who started it, no matter if the yeah. person with two followers started. Oh, see, but I started I started a trend and it got <laughs> and it got totally taken. What you what you start? I started the whole uh, Kiki song. <laughs> the in my feelings with Drake. Ask Shantae. Yeah, we have a video of it. The the very first day, <laughs> the very first day the album came out, cause I pre-ordered it and I came out midnight when it dropped. Yeah. Okay. Very first day we went to Walmart. And I was still trying to learn the songs. I was going through all the songs. And then I got to that song, and I was like, oh, I like this. And, and we drove in separate cars to Walmart for a reason, for some reason. And she got out, and I was still in the car, and I was dancing. Mm -hmm. Right? And I even opened my door. You got swear on everything. <laughs> I opened my door, and I was just dancing in the parking lot, loud music in my car. Literally probably one day or two days, Shiggy, shout out Shiggy, came out with the whole... 
Kiki, do you love me dance, and it went crazy. Yeah. And he obviously got some money from that, but. Yeah. It's an interesting, con- interesting concept. It's funny you just said that. Interesting concept, and that's something that I actually mentioned on a uh, podcast uh, with uh, my boy Kano. Shout out to Kano with uh, Caffeine and Green down in San Diego. But uh, I, I talked about the universe giving people certain concepts or ideals. Uh, the universe doesn't. Uh, it doesn't like holding all of its cards. It doesn't like putting its, all of its cards into one person. So what it'll do is it spread out, same ideal, and it'll spread it out to different people. And generally the first one that comes up with it is the, the one that ends up getting the, the rewards from it. So it's one of those where you probably, you and others probably had that same ideal. Uh, he just had a bigger audience and released it quicker. And I'm, I'm not uh, going to film nothing and put it on Instagram anyway. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> See, so I would be the one filming gonna, it and putting it on no, Instagram. No, that's not, that's not something that I would, I would do anyway. So. Yeah. But I we, just, we I just created it in my mind. It. He was one yeah. of the originators. Yeah, I was the originator. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's there's different things that I've, I've actually sketched and, and written out, like just all kinds of ideals. And uh, I'll see it pop up, or someone will start it, and, and it's one of those where used to I used to I would be mad. I'd be like, oh, I should just went out. I just should, I should just went, did that, and and uh, you know your mom, she can't. I, I'll come up with ten thousand ideals every day. My, your mom can't stand it. Uh, she's like, just stay with one thing. And uh, but it's just how my mind works. But it's just uh, yeah, it's just one of those where it it makes now when I when I, I'll come I'll. Think of an ideal or something like that, and I see someone else doing it. Now it makes me feel good because I know I'm not crazy. So even when you're you're doing certain things, you'd be like, "Oh, that's a dumb idea. That dumb idea might make you a million dollars." But um, yeah, it's just one of those where you know you people get those little sparks of inspiration or or certain certain ideals or concepts. Um, you know, don't feel crazy for not putting it out. Um, like I said. You got other people that probably got that same concept, same ideal. You're just delivering it uh, in a different different way. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's one of those where I, I think even with um, you know people like Kim Kardashian and things like that, they um, uh, I'm not even gonna say I won't go in here and say they're not talented or, or they are talented. Um, they are they are the best at what they do. Oh man, and they're brilliant. Yeah. And it, and it's one of those where or their mom is. Um, Shout out social media influencers, all of them. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> and it, it's one of those where you know just I think for a lot of social media influencers, just be authentically you. You know, do you? Um, and uh, like I said, it'll you know it'll get to the to the point to where you know you can only have so many. Uh, you know, you got a lot of people you know copying, imitating Kim Kardashian, but there's only one Kim Kardashian. So you got a lot of people that take her style and. I think of Kim Kardashian. There's only one, so uh, it's one of those where don't don't feel like you know even when you put out a new style or whatever, don't feel like you know a lot of times it's a, it's respect when people imitate you. Uh, you know you're on the right track. Um, Who, who's that? Who's that one girl? Uh, she's funny. Uh, Liza. Uh, Liza. Is that her name? Yeah. Why? Now she's original. That's that's one that I looked at because. She comes. She watches a whole bunch of YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Makeup, all type of stuff, and it's like I can't just sit there and watch people put on makeup. I love like, it. Like I, <laughs> she likes it. I don't know, but uh, whatever her name, Liza, is the only she's one I feel like lot. is she's 
like really funny and she's creative. She's very just like yeah. raw, super and what creative, she does. talented. Yeah. And like maybe that's just her personality. Maybe she's just outgoing. She's and everybody's like not like that. Yeah. But now yeah. she like hosts like things with Nickelodeon and like it's just Yeah, it's just She was one of the first like for me, even just getting into the whole like influencer or even creative space altogether with social media, she was one of the first yeah. to really just take it by the freaking horns and rock with it. Yeah. She's been the same person all throughout her I mean now she's, she's super famous. She's good. Yeah. But that's she's been the same person, which is important. Yeah. I I, mean, I think that's that's one of those too. I mean, you just proved a great point that now I think what scares a lot of parents now when they they feel like okay well what do you what do you do with your job or what do you do um th the whole landscape has completely changed now to where people can do a a, a have a, a makeup brand or, or have a youtube channel and make more money in one year that you ever did in your whole entire life uh doing the thing that they love to do uh and it's like i said it's one not, not to say it takes hard work you, you got to be consistent with it but uh, it's one of those where it's you know, even 10 years ago, no one would ever consider something like that. Like, this wasn't even a job 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's, like, it's crazy. Cause like, I know people that on YouTube or even Instagram, like, these, this is their full-time job. Yeah. They make enough money, plenty of money, honestly. Yeah. And it's just, it really blows my mind when you think about it. I'm like, yeah. I did this for fun, you know? And <laughs> yeah. people, this is their, their livelihood. This is what they do. And it's, yeah. it's really hard, and I feel like influencers in general get like a lot of backlash because everyone laughs at them oh, oh like there's a wannabe influencer taking pictures in public no, places that's, you know? that's not a real job well if i'm getting money Man. for it, if i'm getting free yeah. things it's a job yeah and i mean and, and it's for those because it's like that's not that's not easy that's yeah. another thing about social media is it's you think because you can post something and it's like okay gonna blow up just it'll blow up it, it takes so long for someone to even catch on to something oh yeah Yep. And for them to be that consistent with their material, with yeah. their reaching out, with their branding. And I think there's so many people scared of hearing the word no. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, no, I don't want you. No, can't get here. No, I don't want to pick you up on my basketball team. Yeah. No, I don't think you have enough followers. Okay, well, you can help me get, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're scared of hearing that. So they lock themselves away from that. Well, I'm just going to do my own thing. I'm not going to ask for help from anybody. I'm just gonna stay in this bubble and yeah. keep my 2,000 followers like me <laughs> and keep mine and not worry about anything else. When they probably have the potential and everything behind it to have a million to 50,000 followers. They just, they're scared of going out of that box and I know fear is, uh, it's not change, it's not easy. Yeah. So. I think you bring up a really good point, like just the like, how I guess important or people hold on to that word no so yeah. like for me I know a bunch of influencers I mean you like we'll pitch to brands you know hey you know let's work together type of thing mm -hmm. and you know you're probably if you pitch to 10 brands most likely seven of them or eight of them are saying no yeah and you know it might not might be budget reasons it might just be you know it's not a good fit yeah but um you, you hear a lot of no's. So once you kind of overcome the fear of no, you know, your potential is endless. Yeah. And I hope, like, I hope people understand that too. And I know a lot of girls are like, you know, I'm not pretty enough or, you know, I don't, you know, I don't have any style. I don't have anything special about me. Well, yeah. 
no one is you, and that is kind of like your superpower. Yep. Like no one is you. Man, so. the the, defi- <laughs> the definition of pretty has changed so much from you look at 1950 to now. Yeah. Like, well, like, like, a, every, like, like, that is true, and everyone thought, still now, Marilyn Monroe is the prettiest woman ever. Yeah. She does not fit any description of women that are beautiful today. Yeah. That people call beautiful today. She doesn't. Well, yeah, Thin, do. <laughs> and, like, curly, blonde hair, like. But, n- but now, beautiful, we're, we're really emphasizing, you know, the curvier girls, and, you know, the, the one model that has, you know, the, what's the, like, the skin, um. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. You know who I know, I know, I don't know her name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, but like, there's so, like, our world to me is getting better from that aspect of really being accepting and not so, you know, harshly criticizing yeah. people that aren't, you know, Victoria's Secret models. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, most of those are, like I said, I think a lot of brands now, uh, some of them actually stop photoshopping um, images now because a lot of, I've seen a lot that. of, yeah, a lot of those images are photoshopped. So, it's one of those where, uh, you know, you heck, I can get the, the ugliest woman on the planet and let me get that image in Photoshop and I'll put makeup and everything on, yeah. on her. So, it, you know, it's just one of those where I think it's just a general perception of what they, how people define beauty. I think now, it, I think, especially now in this day and age, I think it's, it's starting to change now and it needs to change. Um, Agreed. So, uh, you have a very uh, interesting dynamic and it might be something that people um, somebody may need to hear uh, like I said with you being a social media influencer marketer ish being overseas being uh, playing uh, in Australian basketball and for the most part being been away for you know eight months at a time uh, and still still making it work uh, and so it's, it's just one of those to where um, and like I said you don't have to elaborate too much but um, what would you tell anybody, um, as far as even with your relationship dynamics, what would you tell anyone that, that might be struggling on something like that? Uh, it could be, um, it could be other people that, that may, it may be another, uh, you know, I said you got American imports. It might be someone that they have a, a, a wife or getting ready to marry someone and they're having to talk to them long distance or it could be military families or anything like that. Um, what would you tell them as far as how, you, you know, how you make it work? Uh, <coughs> well, first I want to say we I have we have nothing on military families. Okay, like they're a whole other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's all different. Breed. Like it's just, they, it's this, difficult. Is, this, they, this is this is more difficult for them. It's way more yeah. difficult. Because they're for going them. into like scary situations. Yeah. Whereas this, he's this just going over to play basketball. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going. I'm that. going. I'm enjoying the coach. I'm going to play basketball. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not putting my life on the line. <laughs> right. For for the country, and I'm sure they have limited time or um, face time to talk. When I can speak with her every single day, right. yeah. And, so and, that's and, and, and if you've had to come home for you know a certain thing, like you're able to do that. Whereas I don't think yeah. that they they are able just to come home like no. on a, any given day. Yeah. So for a l- let's just this is not. No. They're they're not they're in a different different They are. But. I mean, with, with me, one, I would say if it's, because with us, with ours is a little different because it was from college. So from college, she knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. So she knew what wanting to be with me would entail. 
and she chose to do that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I did too. Um, first couple years were probably the roughest, were yeah. definitely the roughest with me and with her. Um, I think those were the years where like, can we, can we do this? Can we figure this out on how we do this? It's what is your time like over there to where you can at least give me five minutes of your time to talk yeah. to see how your day is going. Or Shantae, what's your schedule like? Because I'll do this, this, and this to try to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been times where I've had to get up at maybe five, four in the morning just to talk to her before she gets up and goes to work because of the time change. Yeah. Um, and she's had to do the same. She's probably stayed up late. Um, waiting for a practice to finish or something just to say goodnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are just the sacrifices that we've gotten used to making now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying that they're easy, but uh, we've gotten used to it and um, soaked up every we, we soaked up every chance to, to talk or any time we've been able to talk, we really relish that instead of just like, oh, hey, hi, and bye. Yeah. Well, we, we have we have the luxury of uh, having Skype now, so we sort of fall asleep on Skype now, and yeah. it's really for no reason because I just see <laughs> her sleeping. It's yeah. like a black screen, but just yeah. just the fact of like you know, it's like him being there. But I think mainly it's the communication. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of we figure out. So once he was in Spain previously, so it was a little bit different. Um, for him and then going to Australia so the hardest thing is just the time difference um, because ideally you know when I'm waking up he's going to bed mm-hmm. when I'm going to bed he's waking up so it was really you have to adjust and see you know when those little time gaps like we can talk and stuff like that um, over the course of our day but I mean just trying to figure that out and what that like what that looks like for us and you know are we getting what we need as like as a couple? Can we get through this year after year? Yeah. After year after year. And I, I, I think it's you have to. Both parties have to want to, and it's easy to sit across from that person like now or whenever you're together and say, "Do you want to be with me?" Yes. Okay. Of course, because you're sitting with me. Of course you do. Yeah. When you're gone. Yeah, you probably miss each other. It's hard. You're crying for the first two weeks, but after that. You're getting used to where you're at. You're getting used to that person not being there. Not not 100% used to him being gone, but once you have that argument or the second argument or the third argument, it's like, okay, I'm done. It's easy to say that when I don't have to see you every day. Yeah. It's easy just to send a text and say, okay, I'm done. Now, all I got to do is not answer my phone. I don't even have – I don't see you. I don't. You can't come see me. Yeah. You don't know where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like it's easy to be like – Okay, we're done. This is too hard. That's it. And we've gotten to that point a couple times, but it's just it's that that want to be together. And once you want to be with someone, um, any sacrifice or anything that you're gonna have to do, you're gonna make it. You're gonna make time. Like I don't I don't know about that term. I'm too busy. Uh, like she's busy. I'm busy. Some like. I don't, I don't know. The time difference is crazy. Be up three in the morning just so you can try to talk to her or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, I think what works the best for us is, so every time he's gone, I we try to schedule a time where I'm able to take him out there because mm-hmm. um, most likely he's not coming back. So 
you know, kind of setting that date as soon as possible gives him and I something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. So it makes the time a little easier. Um, but communication and trust are the two biggest things to get through any long distance relationship. And I mean, we, we've done a pretty good job, I think. So, and plus, I mean, for the people listening too that like may have a family and kids to worry about, that long distance is probably going to be a lot harder and more difficult because yeah, now, you're got, now you're talking kids, now you're talking family, and that's yeah, it's just a <laughs> whole, so yeah, whole so different so dynamic. Yeah, yeah. And it makes it easier on us because we don't we don't have you know I'm not left here with kids having to you know take care of them while he's away. So yeah. once that time happens, then we'll reevaluate how we're going to do things, but. Uh, yeah. Until then, yeah. And we're back with a new episode of Cradle Brew once again. And we have Ish and Shantae. And yeah, we're really talking about the creative life and figuring out how do they make it work. So is there anything, next question, is there anything that's pushing you to become better? Uh, or something that, that might be inspiring you right now? It could be a book, a person, um, situation anything is there anything that you maybe it might have been a book or a video that you may have seen recently that may have switched your outlook on how you see things or how you need to um, or how you show up every day and that that could be anyone can answer that um, well I've recently in the past year I've gotten to like personal development um, podcasts and books and you know you name it I was looking for it um, but I came across or I was recommended um, the books by Rachel Hollis called Girl Watch Your Faith and Girl Stop Apologizing okay. um, I'm currently still reading Girl Watch Your Faith but just um, just reading those really gave me a lot of information and just kind of hope um, and, and kind of the want to just keep going and you know everything's going to be okay yeah. um, definitely recommend those what about you, Ish? Anything you, you've seen recently? That I've seen? Yeah. Might have, it may have been a, a Kobe highlight or a <laughs> something Steph Curry may have, may have said recently that, um, that may have been like, man, I, it may have switched your, your perspective on how you, on how you work, work on your craft. What are your own highlight tapes? Uh, I do watch my own highlight tapes from time to time. <laughs> But, um, have you no, told yourself, I'm, like, man, am, am I really that good? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I'm like, man, I'm kind of slow. But, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think there's been anything that I've seen nor read. Um, obviously, Kobe Bryant, my favorite player, he's gonna be a number one motivator, and uh, the things that he says does, does inspire me, but I think. The things that, that you and mom and my coaches have instilled in me is uh, what continues to inspire me. And I feel like my self-motivation is over everything. Um, I don't have that person anymore uh, like I did in high school. That, all right, it's just time to get up. Other than my alarm clock, and my alarm clock doesn't make me get up. Yeah, You guys did. So um, I don't have that person doing that anymore. So most of that comes with self. And most of that comes with, hey, if I'm new, if I'm not doing it, somebody else ends up doing it. Yeah. So. I think you're really good I at that. I need to. Um, I, I, I really try to focus more on myself and my self motivator. 
There are things that can get me pretty pretty hyped up and amped up, but I feel like those, for more people, are just temporary. Like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm ready to work out now. Um, after seeing Kobe play, oh, I'm, I'm ready to go play now. I'm ready to play this game. But then what do you do right after that? Yeah. Um, and with me, honestly, after winning that uh, championship, it's like, okay, we're moving up. What's next? What do we do now? Where do we go? Where do we go from here? Because after they hang that next year, everybody forgets. Yeah. So, I'm trying not to be forgotten. So, five o'clock in the morning it is. We'll go into our creative tips. Is there anything that maybe you could help our audience with? Uh, maybe something that sort of helped you out in your own uh, personal journeys. What kind of creative tips can you uh, give our audience? Um, yes, I'll let you. <laughs> do that first uh, creative tips for me I'll, I'll keep it basketball wise for those is two being being self-motivated is, is a big one um, you're not always going to have those those people that actually make you do stuff especially when you're grown you get older yeah. um, so you have to be self-motivated to, to reach the level that you're wanting to reach um, and once you feel like you reach that level, to never be satisfied with that level and feel like you can go higher. Um, and two, while workouts, really emphasize doing it game-like or game speed, as most basketball players have probably heard. But I've seen very few do it. Yeah. Um, a lot of things that I see, a lot of workouts that I see, uh, granted they play 82 games, NBA, it's very walk-through-ish. You, it's walk through. I just catch and shoot every time I'm catching and shooting. Just get my rhythm. And it's not game like. So I would really, if you're not seeing anything from your workouts, if you're like, man, I'm working out every day, I'm getting up at five, I'm doing this, try game speed. Try cranking it up a notch like someone is guarding you, like you're shooting that last second shot. Because I guarantee you're not going to just catch and shoot it in rhythm. Yeah. I can guarantee it. So. Uh, that 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 would be my tip, and 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 see, and see how well that uh, translates into the game. Because if you don't practice game speed, you're gonna get in the game and go even faster. You're not used to that game speed. Yeah. So now you're missing shots, or now you're throwing passes over people's heads because you're not used to that speed. So if you practice that speed, next time you the game slows down. Yeah. All right, and what about you, Shantae? Any creative tips or a anyone in the uh, social media uh, sphere or with your audience or even our, uh, the Cradle Brew audience? It might be something there. Is there anything you could share? Yeah, I actually have three tips. Okay. Um, so my first one is just consistency. Um, I think that goes across the board. Whether you have a nine to five, whether you're a social media influencer, just staying consistent with how you do things, what you do, um, your time management, and just getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. um, that's really important. It'll go a long way. My next one is just to stay inspired. So figure out um, kind of a, like do a self-reflection and figure out what inspires you the most. Yeah. Um, for me, that's traveling. That gives me the most inspiration um, for my content and everything. Even just looking on Pinterest. Um, or just you know going for a walk or anything that you know gives you the most inspiration. Mm -hmm. um, my last tip is this is more so for social media is to content batch, um, and what I mean by that is uh, 
if you know pretty well. Um, so within a day or within a weekend or whatever your time frame is, um, you want to shoot a lot of content at one t- at not one time, but over that day. Yeah. So when, when I go with Ish, I am bringing you know five to six outfit w- outfits or so with me, and we're shooting five to six outfits. And so right then that day, I have a whole week of content that I'm going to put out. Okay. Um, so you're basically just trying to get as much content done at one time, um, and that's going to help you and save you time in the long run. So that is, def- I highly recommend that, and planning everything out, your captions, all that fun stuff. Some great tips. What's the creative life for you? If you had the perfect day, what would it consist of? I'll let you answer oh, that. Oh man, <laughs> perfect day for me, honestly. Would probably be getting up about five, going to my trainer, working out, uh, getting a lot of shots up, a lot of work, probably lifting, um, coming back home, hanging out with my Fifi for a little bit, <laughs> fiance. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but honestly, just af- after that, just really hanging out, playing with my dog a little bit, Benny. Shout out, Benny. <laughs> I, I, I wish that I could eat anything I want, so perfect day would probably eat some cinnamon rolls. Um, That'd be awesome. It would. Eat some cinnamon rolls. Probably watch uh, Avengers again. Uh, and right after that, when it gets close to bedtime, throw on, uh, throw on Friends and probably eat a, uh, a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch to end it off. <laughs> That'd be perfect. What about you, Shante? Per- perfect day in your creative life? Well, mine's not as glamorous as Ish's, but um, honestly, mine would be like shooting content all day. So waking up pretty early. Um, obviously, you know, I'd be with Ish. He, he would be my photographer, as, as always, <laughs> which he loves. Um, but no, just like shooting content all day, like that makes me the happiest and you know, I drag Ish with me, and it'll be, a f- I, I try to make it fun, I try to, you know, we'll stop at different places to eat, or something like that, but yeah. ideally, that would be, like, my ideal, one of my perfect days, is just doing that, and, and then coming home, and playing with Benny, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm always, I'm always working, I'm, I mean, as you guys, even on vacation, um, outside of at my actual job, I'm always working on things for social media, so yeah. and always taking pictures. Yeah. <laughs> working audiences, which the both of you at, for ish, coaches, organizations, or even people just wanting to get new workouts or or figuring out okay how do they get to that next level. Where can people reach you at? And then Shante, where if people are looking to raise their social media game, where can people contact you? Well, you can reach me at, at Ish Sanders, Ish underscore Sanders on, on Instagram, I-S-H underscore S-A-N-D-E-R-S. That would be me. Shantae? That would be you. <laughs> um, you can reach me on Instagram at Shantae Marcus, C-H-A-N-T-E-M-A-R-K-U-S, or on my website at ShantaeMarcus.com. Awesome. So, once again, this has been another 
beautiful episode of The Cradle Brew with Ish, with Shantae. And yeah, we're just talking the, the cradle of life and figuring out how these two millennials make it work. Please check out this episode as well as other episodes on iTunes, on our partner, Helium Radio Network. This, is, uh, this show is on every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. And you can check out our video episodes on YouTube or from our Facebook page at The Cradle Brew. Be cradle, stay inspired. Thank you.